Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know... What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the I Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. Parker. And we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection. Fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. And this is the way sports talk radio should be. The iCouple, Chris Broussard, Rob Parker. So keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83, however you may be listening. With that said, let me welcome in my partner, Rob Parker. How are you, man? All good, Mr. Chris Broussard. Good, good, good. Well, let's get this thing popping. We got the iCouple crew in full effect. Super producer Rob G 
is in the house on the ones and the twos. None other than the DJ Alex Teicher, a.k.a. Alex the Vegan. And on the updates, our man Steve DeSager. And Rob, it is a championship Monday night. No NBA games. Just college basketball. Wow. UConn and San Diego State. I know you're not excited. We're going to get into that a little bit later. But what I was definitely excited, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just hoping for a good game tonight. I'm hoping for a competitive game. But I was excited about the women's game. Uh, that was Iowa against LSU. As you know, Rob, I've got ties to both places. Born in Louisiana. Um, so all my family, my roots are in Louisiana down in the bayou. But I did live in Iowa for two and a half years in high school. And actually went to the high school that Caitlin Clark went to. And I didn't know her mom or not not know her well. I can't remember. But she was there when I was there. She was in my brother's grade the year behind me. And so I was, it, it hap- just happens to be she's the best player in the country. So I was excited to check that game out. And um, Rob, LSU was just the better team. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They won the championship. Congratulations to them, 102 to 85. And um, they had, you know, their great bench play. One of their players came off the bench. Uh, Jasmine Carson hit seven threes. (laughs) No, five threes. I'm sorry. Five for five in the first half with 21 points. Angel Reese, their uh, star player, the best player. They got another one, Alexis Morris, too. But Angel Reese was the player of the tournament. And Caitlin Clark did her thing. She had 30 points, eight assists, um, but shot nine and 22 from the field. Eight, eight of 19 from Trey. All right. But, Rob, the big story that everyone is talking about was that Angel Clark uh, kind of taunted, not kind of, did taunt uh, Caitlin Clark toward the end of the game when it was pretty clear that they were going to win the game. She uh, did the John Cena, you know, cover, kind of cover your face with your hand. And she was kind of followed Clark uh, during like a break in the action, did the taunt, the you can't see me taunt, and then started pointing to her ring, her finger, like, you know, we about to win and get this ring. And um, Twitter went ablaze. Um, some Keith Oberman ridiculously uh, called her an idiot for, for doing that. I think he was an idiot for type, type tweeting that. Name calling is terrible anyway. Yeah, I come just, on. I think College on all kid, levels. Right. College kid. It just and, means um, you, don't have, you don't have anything to say when you get into name calling. Right. Just if you make a statement just about make it, make a statement. statement but don't, don't no, have no, no name calling. Right. Absolutely. No name calling. Uh, a few other people were critical of her in the media and it just became a huge thing. And um, do we have sound of Angel Reese talking about it after the game? Okay, here's what she said, Rob. I'm happy. All year, I was critiqued about who I was. I don't fit the narrative. I don't fit in the box that y'all want me to be in. I'm too hood. I'm too ghetto. Y'all told me that all year. But when other people do it, y'all don't say nothing. And that, Rob, that was the key right there because... Caitlin Clark, um, earlier in the tournament against Louisville, 
She did the same you can't see me gesture to a girl from Louisville and then later in the game told the girl to shut up, y'all down by 15 points, you know, something to that effect, or that that is the quote. And no one, there was very little, if any, I didn't see any criticism of her. It was that she's competitive, look at her swag and all that. And so to me, Rob, now I will say this, and then, you know, we'll, we'll get to you. I just want to quickly, I, if, if Angel Reese does what she does kind of in a vacuum, I have no problem with, with swag and a little taunting. I think the NBA goes way too far. And, you know, you stare at somebody after you dunked on them for two seconds and you get a tech. That's ridiculous. I think you let the emotions of the game play out. And as players talk, that's fine. Um, but if if Angel Reese had done what she did, it's kind of a break in the action. You point to your ring finger, looking the girl in the face, just in a vacuum, like Clark hadn't done anything previously, wasn't, you know, trash talking herself. I would have been like, that's come on. You're about to win the championship. You don't need to rub it in her face. Like that's kind of that's kind of tasteless. But the fact to me, the fact that Clark was doing it early in the tournament and doing it, you know, she just got a cockiness to her game, which is fine. I, I felt like, you know what? Fine. It, it, you know, it was all good. And what really bothered me mainly, my main takeaway is the reaction. If people thought it was fine for Clark to do it, then do not criticize Angel Reese for doing it. If you had criticized Clark, fine. Then you could criticize Reese. But you can't, they doing the same thing. You can't be critical of one and think the other one's real positive and it was great that she did it. That was my main problem. And when you interject race with Clark being white, Reese being black, not interject, that might be the reason that very likely was the reason it was the negative reaction to Reese. So that that really is what bothered me about the situation um, the taunting's fine. I think she might have went a little far. But again, in the context of the whole tournament, I think it was fine. And to be honest, Caitlin Clark didn't seem to even care. She's a trash talker. She probably gets it if the other girl talks trash. It was what it was. But that's my take on it, Rob. Yeah, I just think the it, it, for me it was just the timing of it. I think what's lost in it is that the whole championship run and everything that happened – kind of gets lost today. Nobody talks about it. Right. It's about something else. And there's a time and a place. I'm not against trash talking or any of that stuff. That's a part of the game if you do it inside the game. At the end of this championship to follow her around and do it where that was going to be the conversation, you kind of take away from your teammates, you take away from the school and your program just for that. That was a glowing moment. Uh, Nine million people watched on television. There was a lot of good stuff there. Excellent. Excellent game. Yeah, and I think that's the only thing that bothers me is that it's lost because, you know, people like train wrecks, Chris. That's what people like, and that's what became the conversation today rather than this uh, incredible run and LSU winning the – Women's National Championship. And so I think that that's probably my only issue, not the issue of trash talking and people do it all the time and it's a part of basketball. It just the timing of of her doing it. I don't know if she could have done it different earlier, before the game was really at the end or whatever. Uh, that, that would be my only criticism is that um, I think uh, 
the excellence and all the fame and glory that went for not only her, Chris, but her teammates, her coach, and her school, that went out the window. Yeah, I and and obviously, like I said, I think race did have something to do with the different reactions, and I want to get your your response to that too, Rob. But I'll say this: like we said, what she did in and of itself. I was at the dentist today, and my dentist is black, African American man, and he 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 didn't like what she did. He was like, "Come on, act like you've been there. Like That's you don't have I'm, to go well, out, that- you know, like that." So my my issue, Rob, was mainly with the reaction, though. The difference, I should say, in reactions. Whereas when Clark did it, people didn't. And she did she did one, I think, during the game. But she also did one in a break in the action. It wasn't quite as exaggerated. Like, she didn't. I, I don't think she was walking toward the girl like um, Brees was. But she still was looking dead at the girl. The girl was kind of walking toward the bench. And she could see her. And or it looked like from the angles I saw. And so that was my thing. What did you think about? Because that seems to be what people are really talking about is the difference in the response. Like, oh, Clark, it was cute. It was she got swag. Look at all that. But then Reese does it and she's, you know, this terrible, you know, classless person and all that. Yeah, I mean, there's always, as we know in this country, race is always a part of a conversation. It is a lot of times, not every single time, but a lot. Right. And, I, and I'm sure there are some people who looked at it that way. Uh, I don't know, like, if it was entirely that or just like your black dentist said today, just that he yeah, didn't he like didn't it. he didn't even say anything about like, no, I don't no, even no, know right. if he knew Clark had done it, you know, and, and, but, but, but just, just talking right. about Reese. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, there, there are people who just from a— uh, uh, the sportsmanship thing would say, right. boy, that's classless. You know what I mean? And so when you start calling people classless, that goes into, uh, you know, what kind of people they are. Oh, you're black, so you're calling me class. I don't have any class. Or I think there's a combination of that, Chris. And I think that's where uh, people were, you know, bothered by it and pushed back in defending her rather than, I don't know, and, and and that would be the, the, the best thing to find out is if both players were black, you know what I mean, and people still had that reaction at the end of it, then right. you would say – it wouldn't have been you know, race. Right, That's it's not sure. race, but it would be right. like they don't feel good about her. They felt like it wasn't classy. You're winning a championship and you're following around a losing player and kind of mocking her. I think that's the part that we don't know. But, but uh, you know, there are a lot of people out there, there's no doubt – uh, that will look at two different situations or circumstances. We talk about it in life all the time. You know, I mean, there uh, where where race does play in, whether people even are conscious of it. You know what I mean? They might even be con- but but we but we know because we've always been the brunt of a right. lot of that stuff. I think right. it's definitely something that black people are, are way more sensitive to because we've lived it. Uh, absolutely. Um, I. Uh... It was interesting, Rob, what she also said in that quote about, you know, I was doing, I don't know if we had it when we played it, but she also said something to the effect of, this was for the girls that look like me and all this and that. Now, look, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't follow women's basketball that much, particularly college. Um, and I, so I don't know what the women have carried themselves like on the court and all that. But I will say that a lot of the girls look like Angel Reese, <laughs> meaning they're black. Now, Iowa's team happened to be mostly white, 
And I think they had an all-white starting five. But, I mean, South Carolina was overwhelmingly black. If, I think they might have had an all-black starting five. Like, a lot of the teams had black, mostly black players, too. So, I don't know. Again, I don't know. Is she, like, especially hood? I doubt it. You know, is she more hood than a lot of the other girls? I, I doubt. I tend to doubt it. I don't know. I don't follow it closely enough. But I, that was an interesting comment to me because, again, uh, blacks playing basketball is obviously a ton of them, men and women. So um, that was just an interesting comment to me. But let's throw it out to the listeners. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. It's your turn to weigh in on the narrative or the story that has really captivated the nation. Um and that is Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark. What do you think of Angel Reese's taunt of Caitlin Clark? And more importantly, what do you think of the response, the divergent responses after the fact? We will continue the conversation with you next. It's Chris and Rob, the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, it's the iCouple live from the TireRack.com studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place, a beautiful thing. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in on uh, Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark. Your thoughts? All right. Let's kick it off with uh, Keith in New Orleans. You're on the iCouple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Keith? What's going on, guys? I'm glad this conversation happened on you, you guys' radio. I know, I know you guys are not going to pull any punches. You're going to speak the, the unadulterated truth about it. So thank you for having this conversation. But I think the issue is ultimately uh, is that, listen, I do believe that racism and sexism is at the root um, of this conversation. Uh, because I don't think everybody who has this this thought is racist or sexist, but I think I believe that all racist and sexist persons have this thought. You know, it's kind of like that kind of that kind of uh, mentality. And I believe that you can't nuance the conversation. You can't color outside the lines to make this narrative fit uh, for Caitlin Clark because she introduced something. The only reason why Angel Reese did it because it was introduced by Caitlin Clark. And, and, and love and war way for sure. yeah. it's a part of it it's a part of it it's well, the here, victor goes here's to spoil here's why I asked you about the sexism though the sexism I mean if it was just straight sexism why didn't people would have reacted that way to Clark too they didn't react that way to her doing it and furthermore and I again I think this is ridiculous but they don't let players act like that in the NBA male players right like if if, if Draymond Green or some player did what Reese did, he'd have been given a technical foul. You see what I'm saying? So that's where I wonder. I know some people are saying, oh, we don't like our women acting that way. Well, the NBA don't even like their men acting that way. So that's where I'm saying, where's the sexism? I do believe that uh, men's sports, and especially uh, basketball and football, they do get a, a longer runway. Uh, they can't be more demonstrative. They can't be more emotional. 
and when women get out the box, whatever box that you know, you know, middle-aged or older white men put them into, this becomes a conversation because the game was dominated by LSU. You know, right. Caitlin Clark was relatively held in check. I mean, she had 11 she less had points. She had 30. She had, what you mean held she had 30? She wasn't, she wasn't held in check with she, 30 come points. Come on, man. She was, right. she was a one. Look, LSU was way better. Right, but it, Caitlin but, Clark was carrying Iowa by herself essentially. She, no the big doubt. girl's okay, but yeah. come on. To say she was kept, exactly. held held in check with thirty points is is <laughs> a, like, is is a miscast. Right. We're miscasting the story. Right, Andre on. in Massachusetts. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Drake? Yeah, how you doing? Thanks for taking the call and uh, great job leading with this story. Listen, uh, Angel Reese was wrong. Okay, we didn't need uh, you know that at the end of the game. You had won the game. Uh, resounding performance, uh, Kim Mulcahy in terms of the adjustments that she made that weren't, frankly, made in the South Carolina game. Uh, you know, all of those type of things, we, we tip our hat to you. And so, yes, uh, the thing is, you exposed Angel how much space Caitlin Clark was taking up in your mind by how far you took it. But here's the overarching point to you, to you Chris. We couldn't even step in and say and, and give a reasonable answer in terms of what happened because of the flamethrowing that took place on social media. And I'm not so much concerned with the ranking file. We had notable people. You talked right. about Keith Olbermann. I'm going to have to bring Dave Portnoy, who's from Massachusetts, into the conversation. His, those two people's reactions using profanity in relation to this issue, that is the, is the story that became the story because you wouldn't even let sensible people step in and say, listen, first of all, it was, it was the most watched uh, NCAA championship. People were tuning in. It was tremendous. Could the game have been officiated a little bit better? Yes. But this was a wonderful moment for women's basketball. And, and we, right. didn't end, right. we didn't end on the right note, but you, you wouldn't even let us make that correction to step in reasonable people to say, Angel. Well, to like your you point, Good point, uh, Andre. And, Rob, I think he's right. Like, if Oberman, Portnoy, and other media, but and, and I got to be honest, Twitter, regular people on Twitter do have some juice. If you have enough of them are commenting, it probably is a story anyway. But, no, when you got big-name you know I mean? guys doing that, reacts, no, I agree. I if agree. nobody reacts for the most part, I mean, people might say, ah, we didn't like her doing it, but it wouldn't have taken. I think the big story, Rob, would be the game. And so, and instead, we didn't get not. that. Right. We didn't right. get that. All right. All right. We got, we'll ask John Fanta, Fox College basketball broadcaster, about it. He's around the corner. But first, Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Our next guest joins us from Houston, site of the national championship game tonight between San Diego State and the uh, UConn Huskies. Fox College basketball broadcaster John Fanta joins us. John, welcome to the What's happening? Chris, Rob, it's great to be with you. Thanks so much for having me. All's well. Things revving up here in Houston. I I wouldn't have been able to tell you Aztecs and Huskies back on November 7th. You you and everybody on the planet. I mean, (laughs) let's just be honest. Like, have you met, is there anyone in the national press that you know or have just seen who picked this final game? I bet nobody. Uh, Nobody. Nobody. Absolutely. Absolutely nobody. Nobody could have seen these two teams. Now, I'll tell you why this shouldn't be as stunning as people maybe are making it out to be. Number one, with UConn, 
Like you look at their history and then you look at their roster coming in the year. Dan Hurley said yesterday to the press, hey, guys, it's not that hard. He goes, we have an NBA player in Jordan Hawkins. We have a guy who stepped up his game, I, I, not at a first-round NBA draft pick level, but Adama Sanogo is a, is a great college player. He's averaging a double-double in this tournament. He's knocking down three-point shots like he did Saturday, two threes in the first four minutes. Like They've got the pieces. Andre Jackson is a six-foot-seven-point wing who has been the distributor for this team, and, and they just they hit it right in the transfer portal. And you look at UConn's pedigree and history, that's not that shocking to see them here. That's what their expectation level is. I think San Diego State gets a bad rap nationally. San Diego State, in the last four years, has a record of 108 wins, 108 wins to 22 losses. They've won a lot of basketball games. This has just been their validation, and you got to get lucky in the tournament. Back-to-back wins by a single point. I, I hear that. I mean, you're making a case, but no, uh, you know, we're still looking. Uh, you're talking fan- to the Scrooge, yeah, the I, Tourney I, Scrooge. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I'm calling it the the final flop, not the final four. Where three Cinderellas is too much for America to buy into, and now we're down to this. <laughs> And unfortunately, I think it's going to be a blowout, and then people will say, well, see, uh, a mid-major or San Diego State didn't deserve or shouldn't be there. What are you expecting? Are you expecting a nail-biter? you expect San Diego to win? Or what are you expecting out of this? Because I don't expect anything good. I think UConn should win the game. I think that they will win the game. But if the game is close, San Diego State will win this game. Wait a minute, which they one have, is it? Uh, are you picking San Diego State or are you picking UConn? I'm picking UConn to win by 12 to 15 points. Okay, I just <laughs> want to be clear because... Okay, yeah, let, me, let me ask you this. And I get you're probably saying San Diego wins the close game because UConn hasn't had any close games, right? And, How will they respond? San, and San Diego State has won 10 straight games decided by five points or less. Okay, okay. So let me ask you this. Are there... Depending on which team wins, are there different yep. – will it affect college basketball differently? For instance, if San Diego State wins and becomes the first Cinderella, first, you know, mid-major to win the tournament, at least in my memory, um, versus, you know, does that change college basketball in a certain way? And if UConn wins and it's like, oh, it was nice, we had a couple Cinderella's, but – they still can't beat the big boys right. when it counts in the championship. Does that change things or, or keep things more the same? Like, do you think who wins will change college basketball in different ways? So here's my thought process. To me, San Diego State is on the level that Gonzaga's on now, nationally. Mm. That's what this run has done for them. Wow. But how do you view Gonzaga? You view them as a program that's, that's a great program that wins a lot of games but hasn't won the big one. This has a chance to be San Diego State's moment where they almost represent what Gonzaga was supposed to do for all these years, and it validates it. But, like, Gonzaga's won a ton of games over recent years. Has it changed college basketball? The answer to that question is no. So let's not overreact. Like, San Diego State, I, as I just shared with you guys, they've played 130 games in the last four years. They've won 108 of them. If they win 109 tonight, it's great. It's a moment of validation but it's more of a storybook than it is some landscape changer in college basketball. But are they playing the national? I mean, I get their record, but nobody thinks of San Diego State as like a top program. 
even though they've won all those games. Gonzaga, I think at this point, is clearly viewed as a top program. Yeah, they they are. But, I, I mean, I don't think San Diego State has been getting viewed as that. I think that this run has helped in the future now, regardless of who wins this game tonight, in the future when they're in the Sweet 16 or when they make a tournament run, you're going to be like, yeah, that, that was the start of it. It was 2023. That, that kind of got them going. As for if UConn wins tonight, does that change anything in college basketball? Uh, no, it doesn't. But all it solidifies is that UConn's a blue blood. It would be their fifth national championship oh, yeah, since 1999. Nobody else has more than three. Yeah, that, that's, that's an incredible number, yeah. and with three different coaches, which is another right. incredible yes. number. Uh, let's talk about uh, quick, quickly, too, the women's. And a lot of people were watching. It was uh, the highest-rated women's uh, final ever, right? Uh, almost 10 million, 9 million people watching at home. 9.9. Uh, yeah, 9 point, almost 10 million. Uh, what, what did you make of that and, and the, uh, you know, the interest in the women's and, uh, championship? Yeah, I, I think that they made the smart move of putting it on big broadcast television on a Sunday afternoon where when you look at young girls – who are looking up to these players, the, the, the following for women's basketball has increased tenfold. And you know why? Because the quality of play in the sport has, has increased tenfold in the last decade. You know, the gap has closed between the best team and the great teams. That, that gap that UConn had for years and years and years, that's closed. You know why? There's, there's a lot more really good players. And that's what we watched in this NCAA tournament on the women's side. I mean, what Caitlin Clark was doing captivated audiences. It was unbelievable to watch her do her thing. But on the other side, what Angel Reese and LSU did, look, Kim Mulkey, Kim Mulkey is, is a figure in the sport of women's basketball who gets talked about quite a bit for, for all kinds of different reasons that, I'm, that I won't speak on, but let's, say, let's call a spade a spade. Chatter is a good thing. Those larger-than-life outfits are a good thing. They produce Colin Cowherd said today she dresses like a disco ball. <laughs> Hell yeah, exactly. <laughs> All that true. stuff helps. But more than anything, I think it's the quality of play that's gotten better in the sport. And I just think in general that, that women's sports has, has increased in viewership, interest, and everything in between because there's been a lot of efforts made. And in general, just the game of basketball has changed. As much as we've seen the, the shift, guys, on the men's side, you know, with, with the three-point shot and whatnot, all of that has led to a significant shift on the women's side, and I think it's made for a more watchable product. The women's game is very watchable right. now. All right, last thing. Uh, we talked about this on the show, the uh, 91% drop in ticket prices for the men's championship, obviously when people weren't sure who was going to make it in. Um, how about the, what's the buzz there in Houston or empty expecting empty? I mean, there's no way they're going to fill that big place, uh, for this game, but what's the feel like there? Uh, the San Diego state, uh, travel, I guess is my question. This is going to surprise you. This this is why maybe I've been tooting the horn of the Aztecs. I I am there out of the four schools that are here. They have the most fans. Really? I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. I cannot believe how many fans that they brought out here. More than UConn fans. You know, I, I just think it's hard. I, I don't know. Maybe harder to get from Connecticut down all the way down to Houston. Maybe it's a little easier to get from San Diego. I don't know. The point is, no, this stadium's not going to be full. It's not going to be full. They had a, a nice crowd on Saturday, but Final Four Saturday is just an event. You know, you, it could be anybody. 
it's it look you don't want this every year you don't want this every year you want to have the blue bloods fans are attached to brands and names so make no mistake about it you don't want this final every year it's an interesting story but it's not going to end up doing as well on the tv ratings and it's not going to it's not doing well at the box office let's let's call a spade a spade the buzz here here's the thing houston is not a good final four city we were in new orleans last year uh you know san antonio is just a better final four city new orleans is a better final four city you know why guys the the stadium is 25, 30 minutes away from downtown. So it's hard to get over here. And it's just, it's just not, it's not a great setup, especially for the matchups that we've had here. I think it'll be fine. I don't think that it'll be the lowest viewed title game because UConn's recognizable and it's, it's still a championship game on a Monday where the NBA's not in action. But, you know, it's, it's, there's no question here that, that between the collection of teams and then the city itself, just being honest, it, it, it's not going to be a Final Four that I remember covering. In All about right. a minute, what what is the talk? Is there much talk down there about Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark and all that controversy that people have been talking about? What What's kind of the feel about that? Yeah, there, there's a lot of talk about it. And I think that the, the opinion that I would share out of all the talk is that let them cook. Let, okay. So what? So what? Angel Reese was playing her game. She won a championship. She's talking her talk. Caitlin Clark was talking her talk for a while, too, throughout the NCAA tournament. I love it. I think it's intense. I think it's dramatic. I think it's fun. I'm all for it. All right. That's our man, John Fanta, Fox College basketball broadcaster. Great stuff, man. Thanks. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate you. Yep. Anthony Rendon. He'll be sitting out for five games. We'll get into that next. Ah, couple, Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The I Couple, Chris and Rob, live from TireRack.com studios. It's time for Sheckle City. Welcome to Sheckle City, the home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. All right, let's kick it off. A little Shekel City, uh, National College Basketball. Uh, let's go. My best bet, I'm taking UConn over San Diego State. Sorry, I just can't do it. Minus seven and a half. I just feel good about it. Uh, I know that sounds like a big number. Most people want to take the underdog plus those points. UConn, it would be surprising if they don't win by double digits. That's what I expect. I expect a blowout. I'm going to take... UConn, minus seven and a half. All right, Major League Baseball, I'm taking the Houston Astros. They take on the Tigers, minus a run and a half. Minus one, a run and a half. I'm going to take uh, the hapless. Uh, I'm going to take the Astros over the hapless Tigers. And then I got the San Diego Padres. I'm riding with them all year, minus one and a half runs uh, against the Arizona Diamondbacks, who they owned all of last year. And uh, I like the Padres at home taking on Arizona. So there you go. UConn, minus 7.5. Astros, minus 1.5 runs. San Diego, minus 1.5 runs. And remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on. All right. That's our man Rob Parker in Shuckle City. Rob, uh, Anthony Rendon of the Angels suspended five games. It was just reduced to four upon his appeal. For grabbing a fan. Uh, they reduced the it already? Yeah. Yeah. They just reduced it to four games. So is he going to serve the suspension or, or no? Cause he's going to have to because he no, appealed. But, they, they reduced it off his appeal. So he dropped he it is appealed. what I'm saying. Right. But he, dro- he had to drop his appeal. That's what I was wondering. Okay. I got it. 
Yeah. Um, so it's four games. What do you thought? So he was, I, I didn't see, did you see the video? Yeah. I mean, so he put his hands look, on he a was fan. Just walking, but he was leaving the, it looks, when I read it, it was like he was already in the tunnel. But he reached into, right? Uh, oh, he reached into the crowd? Into the into the stands? Reached over to like the, the netting or whatever, right? Okay. And, 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 and grabbed at the guy. I mean, you okay? Yeah, by sweat. You can't physically touch anybody. I mean, baseball right. had no choice. And, and he also made a threat, Chris. You know what I mean? Like people can. Now, the guy called him a, the B word. Okay? Yeah. Or at least right. according to Rendon. Right, right, right. But you okay. know what I'm saying? Like, that still, if you want to, like, point out uh, security or, or question or I don't know if the B word is is offensive to be thrown out, Chris. I really don't. There are, there are uh, certain words you can't use, and I get that. But you can't physically touch anybody. Once you do that, you put your team liable, you become liable, and the league becomes liable. Yeah, um, I think athletes, and obviously, look, like you said, the B word, is that a fighting word? Um, in that, certainly not in that situation, but it's just an insult. I mean, but what Rob, I think what athletes are going to really have to try to do is learn how to just get somebody, get security, just go point. And some of the NBA, now granted, NBA players are on the court, but you know, point out, you know, get some security that's nearby you. There's always some around with these professional athletes and point out the fan and have them do something. Now, in this case, the game's over. He just called him the B word. I don't know much what they were going to do, but still, instead of, like you said, you can't put your hands on a fan. And it is a situation where the fan might be saying just really disrespectful stuff, but you just have to understand the position you're in Versus the position that fan is in. There you in. go. That that's you know, the like biggest thing. You got thing. a lot more to lose. I get it. Your manhood's challenged. Your ego's upset, bruised. But just you got to get the security and let them handle it. You know, because once cause you touch somebody, Chris, you, you know what? You put yourself liable. Yeah, right? you could get sued. Right. You don't know. You and don't like you, you said baseball or whatever. Right, yeah. baseball and the team. You know what I mean? Like, there's just no reason. Just like when Westbrook tried to get somebody thrown out for saying Westbrook. I mean, like that. Now that's just that was ridiculous. ridiculous. Right, that was ridiculous. You can't be that thin skin. You're a professional right. athlete. How'd you- <laughs> really? So yeah, what, Chris? If my pockets were fat with the money that these guys make, do you think those guys would bother me? I'm dead serious. No, and also it this though, Rob. I mean, again, it's just it's sports. And, you know, you just can take stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that's just, it's unfortunate, but that's just a a, a taunt. You know, it's like somebody booing you. I know Westbrook said was well, his last name, and his, but it's just, you should be able to, even right. if you're not and, making and, that money, and Rob, that's, I mean, and, you right. should be able to take that. But that's what you call, that's a clever play on, on your name right. or whatever. Right. That There's nothing terribly negative or or bad about that you just don't like it that's fine ignore it right right yeah it's just guys can't be that sensitive but like i said i think that's just a microcosm of our society rob where everybody expects you know everybody to applaud them you know let alone insult them applaud them you got to applaud 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 infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. You know, in today's world, it seems like the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, You'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 